Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. TGIF, what's up, y'all? Shout out to the universe. It really did try to get me up earlier today. Like, I saw 5.05, I saw 6.06, but I still didn't get up until a few minutes past 7.07. And, um, yeah, now it's 8.20. (laughs) But it's... I've been outside, listened to the bird chirps, the bird chirps, um, talked to my daughter, kicked my daughter out of the room so that I could talk to you. I don't know, like podcasting for me, I need to be in the room all by myself. (laughs) I had a random conversation yesterday with someone at GW and when I told him that I had a podcast, he was like, oh, do you have guests on the show? And I was like, no, (laughs) no. No, I'm all by myself. Like, I need to be all by myself to in order to talk to myself. Like, yeah, everybody get out. So um, we're going to do the perfect law to end the week. Today we're going to do the law of perfection. And um, yesterday we did the law of patterns. And then we're going to pull some... I'm just going to... We're going to be minimalists today. We're going to pull some of the Head Witch Botanical Oracle cards, which are these... Um, really great um, drawings, but the you know they're all like they're all on white cardstock and they're hand drawn, like maybe a little watercolor. So Sciolo Thompson, she did a good job. But we're just gonna do like a simplistic kind of looking, perfect minimalism type of feel. I love minimalism. I'm not a minimalist, <laughs> but I'd like to be. <laughs> I don't know how that counts, but like, yeah, like I've gotten rid of so much stuff, but yet I look to the left of me and I got a whole shelf of Oracle decks, two shelves of books, um, and multiple, multiple, multiple jars all around the room of herbs. So in a sense, I'm not, but like, I do love the concept that like, you really should only have the things that you love around you. Um, and really you don't need to have too, too much stuff. Less stuff really does make a more simple life. I learned that this year when I packed up most of our dishes, our plates, our cups, our bowls, I put most of it in the garage and just left everyone with their own set to take care of. It was like beyond perfect idea for this family anyways. All right. So I did try to get up earlier and I feel like by Monday, I'm going to be like so on top of the sunrise. It's going to be awesome. Just got to reroute um, my sleeping patterns. So yeah, yesterday was the law of patterns. Any habit or pattern reasserts itself over time unless we break the pattern by doing something different that will have sufficient impact to interrupt the old pattern. Now, there was definitely more to it, but that's all I wrote down in my notes. <laughs> but um, yeah, like whatever habits or patterns you're doing, whether they're good or bad, 
like it just is going to keep on reasserting itself. So if I want to get into the habit right now I'm in the in the pattern of sleeping in and being kind of slow in the morning, which I do like, but if I wanted to break that little pattern by getting up a little bit earlier, then I have to do something that's sufficient to interrupt the old pattern. Um so that's one example, but like if I was thinking negative thoughts and I have before, you know, like I used to be almost like in a cyclic pattern, like the thoughts would just go round and round and round and round in my head to the point where I was like, oh my God, I can't stop thinking about this. Like, am I really playing out this scenario in my head for the umpteenth time? And um, yeah, I had to do something significant, sufficient to impact and interrupt that old pattern. So what I did, because I was really in a bad shape in my, in my own head, I was in a bad shape in my own head, I walked around for probably, oh my gosh, a month listening with my headphones all the time, 24-7, I kid you not, to Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks, um, especially like um, her rampages of appreciation that are like set to music or just, so anyways, why did I do that? Because her talking was positive and my thinking was negative. So I literally had to butt out and crowd out all the negative thoughts in my head by listening to her talk and it worked. It worked because I would even keep my earbuds in when I was sleeping. <laughs> I know. And so like I would wake up in the middle of the night and before I even had a chance to get on negative thinking or thinking about the things I was worried about or being crazy about, I would hear her voice first and I, you know, she did affirmations and all this kind of thing and I'd just be right back into hearing her and I'd wake up to her and I'd keep her with me all day. And it was literally like I was Abraham Hicks for that month. It was enough to help me think differently, break the old pattern of the old stories that I was playing on repeat. And yeah, just set me in a direction that I was able then to take off my headphones and not be harassed by my own mental functioning you know what I mean so that was pretty extreme that was pretty extreme to like listen <laughs> non-stop and even sleep with headphones but it's what I had to do like I was like I am literally gonna drive myself crazy just obsessing about all this stuff and you know not being able to control my own thoughts and then once I was able to like hit that reset button I was able to get some peace able to meditate. Um, you know, I still kept like, I still kept um, my inspirational videos on, um, on a playlist, you know, that I could listen to while I was doing the dishes, or if I started, my mind started one wandering and daydreaming. And my daydreams were like always negative at that time. Um, so yeah, like I just, that was my deal. Abraham Hicks, Thank you. Shout out to Abraham Hicks. We're going to do a lot of shout outs today. 
um, you saved me. And at the same time, I had started taking motherwort, shout out to motherwort, um, and she helped me calm down and get a grip too. So between the combo, motherwort, Abraham Hicks, my own intentions to make have more patience in my life and clarity, um, yeah, but it, it, here's the deal, here's my point. It had to be, it had to have a sufficient impact to interrupt the old pattern. So if you have a habit or a pattern and you're like, oh, I just can't stop. Well, the secret is you have to be doing something that is greater than, that is more impactful. Um, if not, the, the old pattern just reasserts itself. So just like you can get rewarded for doing something good, the old, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever pattern it is, its nature is going to be to reassert itself and to continue on until you do something to change that course of action. So anyways, that was a law of patterns yesterday. Pretty intense. And by intense, I mean significant because everything in life is patterns. Everything. Everything believe me <laughs> like everything is patterns um there's patterns in nature geometry um you basically all your belief systems are patterns all your thoughts are patterns um it's really incredible when you take a step back and be like wow i am so programmed you know and if it's a good program keep running it go ahead keep running it but if it ain't serving you anymore it's time to beep boop beep boop try something new all right so today we're going to do our 67th law the law of perfection it's not too long it's just perfect so the law of perfection here we go this law concerns the absolute perfection of the process of our unfolding Okay, let me start again. My dog thought it was the perfect time to come downstairs and bark at absolutely nothing. But actually, as I look out the window, I see the little groundhog who's getting kind of thick. He's getting to be a thicker groundhog now. So maybe that's what my dog was freaking out about. Okay, the law of perfection, take two. This law concerns the absolute perfection of the process of our unfolding. From a transcendental perspective, Everyone and everything is unconditionally perfect. From a conventional viewpoint, perfection doesn't exist. Excellence is the best we can achieve, and achieving it takes time and practice. When we understand the larger picture, we understand our role and responsibility in helping the world we live in to become more loving, giving, kinder, and gentler. When we live up to this responsibility, we expand into the perfection of our higher selves. All right, so the law of perfection, um, it's, it's concerning the absolute perfection of the process of our unfolding. So from a transcendental perspective, everyone and everything is unconditionally perfect. Of course, from the conventional viewpoint that we live in, perfection doesn't exist. That was kind of funny. Um, excellence is the best we can achieve. 
It takes time and practice to do that. But what it's saying was once we step back, we get a picture of the larger picture. We understand our role and responsibility in the world, right? Like all of a sudden we wake up, we're like, wow, it's not just about service to self anymore. Um, you start to feel the call to service to others, to service to the all. You understand that everything is connected. It's like, yes, better yourself, improve yourself, work on yourself, of course, but you can only go so far um, if you don't start helping other people because they are also a part of oneness, just like you. So it's like you don't even ever want to condemn anyone or wish ill upon anybody because essentially you are doing that to yourself um, because you are all part of oneness. So see how that works? Like that whole like we are all one thing. It's like we're, we are all little pieces of patchwork on the same on the same quilt, on the same cloth, right? We're all on the same bed bedspread. I think I want to go back to bed. <laughs> we're all part of the same quilt, the same cloth. So anyways, once you're like, oh my God, you're my brother, you're my sister, we are all one, right? Once you get into that mindset to one degree or another, you understand that it is your responsibility to help the world. Um, when I first started waking up, like slowly, but I was starting to, um, I didn't even realize I was waking up. I just all of a sudden was like, oh my God, like I have to save the world. You know, like I just all of a sudden like was like saving the world is not a joke. That was like my little tagline um, for a long time when I <clears throat> first came online because like I was a funny girl. I was a silly girl. Like we can make jokes about everything. Okay, we can laugh. We have a good time. But saving the world is not a joke. Like I'm for real when I say that. That's what I meant. Um, so yeah, it's like our responsibility to help the world we live in, to become more loving, more giving, kinder, more gentle. See, that's what we're, that's what we want to be doing. And when we live up to this responsibility, once we embrace that, we can expand into the perfection of our higher selves. So yeah, our higher selves is that transcend transcendental perspective, right? Um, there is a greater part of us that still lives in perfection and unconditional love. Um, down here, you know, we just be striving for excellence. <laughs> so that is the law of perfection. Um, yeah, that's the law of perfection. All right, cool. All right, so another shout out. I got a voicemail, you guys. Um, so I just want to thank Sarah for calling in, leaving a voicemail. Shout out to you. I'm going to play it. You guys, when you, when you call and leave me voicemails, I'm allowed to play them, right? I hope. Um, listen to all the kind words that were just said. Um, thank you so much. I'll thank you more here in a minute. Let me just play it. Ready? Ready? Here it goes. My first dun 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 actually truly official voicemail for the podcast Herb Oracle in three, two, one. Hi, Sadie. This is Sarah. Um, I found your podcast a few weeks ago. 
uh, through Herbal Marie. I had just stumbled on that one and then heard you talking about Herb Oracle. And I wanted to reach out and just tell you how completely aligned I feel with everything that you have been saying recently. Um, or since I started listening, your cards, the messages that are coming through you, I feel like you are just speaking directly to me. I don't know if that's how the collective works. Um, I feel like I'm pretty woke, but I'm still kind of new. And I also like repressed it for like a year and I'm just now getting back to it. But I wanted to let you know just how fantastic you are and I'm sending all sorts of love your way and just really appreciate the energy that you are putting into your podcast. Oh, Sarah, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to do that. Um, truly, I do. I am like everybody else. I always appreciate encouragement and it literally floats my boat um, to hear that these messages are resonating with you because truly, 100%, absolutely, they resonate within me too. And I I feel lucky to bring them through. I need them. Um, you know, they're coming from that higher part of me. Um, and yeah, they're resonating with that higher part of you. So yeah, you're, you're saying like that you've been woke, but you've been repressing it. That's so funny. Um, because I think about how how many years I maybe repressed it, not even intentionally. I just didn't know what was going on with me, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it is sort of fun how everything falls into place. Divine timing kicks in, synchronicities. Um, you just kind of stumble upon things as you're ready to hear them. Um, I'm, I've been even stumbling on, I'm like using my fingers as quotes, new things to me that like, like for instance, I'm reading a book right now that is from 15 years ago and it's like, well, why didn't I find it sooner? Well, I guess I wasn't, it just wasn't like a vibrational match yet. So yeah, we do come across, um, things that were just, it's, you know, the message is there for us. Um, and it, it, it's just fun how that works. Um, also, it is also so amazing to me how many more people I keep connecting with. Like just more and more of either, I like to think of people that resonate with me so deeply. I think of you as my soul tribe. Like even though like we're all part of oneness and we're all connected, I feel like as far as energy works, there are some, let's say we'll go back to the quilt. There are some squares in that quilt that really jive so well. They're like, you know, they, the fabrics look good together. It's just the, so those to me are like soul families or soul tribes or just resonating energies. And anyways, what I'm trying to spit out here is so many more people I keep finding that we are like a perfect match on a vibrational level. Like sometimes it's like we're still really, really different. But when I come across somebody that I'm like, yes, like you're speaking my language, <laughs> you know, I feel super thankful 
Um, and you know, I, I keep a whole, I keep track of them. I keep tabs. Absolutely. Because it's still, I see like so many people and I'm talking like five. Okay. But that to me, <laughs> that to me is a lot because if you felt like no one understands your language for a long time, but like now all of a sudden, you know, I can get on YouTube and find a whole bunch of people channeling information that like, it's not even like new information to me anymore it's just like yeah that's exactly how it is that's what I know and more and more people are stepping up to do that more and more people are getting into the laws of the universe or just feeling that connection to the universe and um, to the energies possible more and more people are waking up to be connected to numbers and synchronicities and messages and omens and it's really fun it's really fun. And the most fun thing is people are waking up to this guidance within themselves. So yeah, if you are resonating with the messages that I'm pulling here, I know it's because in your own life, you're getting messages within your own life. Um, and I'm just basically coming in to confirm all that. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, so anyways, thanks again, Sarah. Thank you so much. That was awesome of you to call in and um and after we are done with these 105 laws of the universe i'm going to invite everyone to call in um after the new year because we're going to be done with these laws like by 2020 oh yeah we are heading into 2020 with new pants on, <laughs> new shoes on and we are going to have a new mindset about the universe because we just have only read over these laws but it's helped us understand things from a different perspective so once yeah we're going to take 2020 by the balls absolutely and um then i'm going to take this podcast back to pulling cards for people so anyways um everyone's going to get a chance to call in after the new year and either ask a question or just say hello and then I'll be pulling cards and doing readings for people in the podcast, you know, or even just general questions. We're going to focus more on that kind of stuff. But today we're just like focusing on being perfect. All right, so let's get out the head, hedge witch. Yeah, that was so fun to get a call in. I only ever, ever got one other call in on Herb Oracle, and that was from Herbal Marie, and she was such a bee. <laughs> um, all right, and then I did get a call in on Herbal Marie from Leaf, and he was a beautiful, beautiful man. So, all right, so yeah, we gotta get people more comfortable calling in. Um, I know it's not for everybody. That took a it, it does, it takes a lot. I don't even know if I would call in to somebody else's show. <laughs> I mean, it takes. It takes a lot of um, courage to do that. All right, okay, and I think it only gives you a minute. So, I mean, I know when Leaf called in, it cut him off. Like, yeah, you have to call in and leave a, a message and keep it under a minute. That's a challenge. That is a challenge. Okay, so we got these beautiful Hedgewitch cards. Hedgewitch Botanical Oracle by Solo, S-I-O-L-O, -O, Solo, Sciolo, 
Thompson. All right, what's a podcast without me butchering at least one name of something? I just want to give these a good shuffle. I kind of remember exactly the cards that we pulled the last time we used this. Um, so yeah, I just want to give it a good shuffle. Cards are always allowed to come back and reaffirm, repeat, you know, stress the importance of their message. But I want it to be authentic, not just because I was a lazy shuffler. So every day I'm shuffling. Do you want to hear that? Do you want to hear what Herbal Marie said to me while I'm shuffling? Listen to this. Hey, Herb Oracle, it's Herbal Marie. So I, I love, I mean, I'm absolutely loving the morning show. It's great. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. But we have like some serious work to do here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you could come on over to um, Herbal Marie and feel better and be well over here. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, anyways, keep on. Love and light. Sassy jerk. <laughs> I mean, I know she just wants to get things done. She just wants to get nerdy podcasts done. I understand. Okay, so we got our first card. It flipped out um, onto my lap. It's indigo with enhance. Okay, so it's hard to say how it flipped out. I'll just put it upright. Because that's such a beautiful message to enhance, which makes me think of like, okay, so Sarah called in, you're listening in right now. There's a couple dozen other people right now who are listening to this very message. Now, I could just wake up in the morning and pull these cards by myself, but you listening in enhances the experience not just for me and like my own personal validation of my spiritual journey energetically when you're thinking about this card right now that has the indigo flower on it baptisia tincturia when you're thinking about this beautiful flower when you're going to my instagram page at herb oracle and you're having a look-see at it it enhances the energy the culminative energy that we are collecting right now. So when we get together in a group, our energy is multiplied. When we come together and make intentions to make a kinder, more gentler, more loving world, it's multiplied. Like there is power in it. So why do I get up every morning? Well, one, of course, it's to make myself commit to getting up every morning. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy talking myself through, um, you know, these ideas and these lessons and talking myself into expansion on the daily. Yeah, talking myself into expansion on the daily is definitely why I do it. But why I really, really, really do it from my higher perspective is because I know the benefit of us coming together. And I know the benefit of reaching out and shining my light and planting seeds and, um, yeah, collecting those souls that jive with my vibe, you know? Because as we collect our energies, doesn't mean we all have to move into a house together. I mean, <laughs> although, do, do you have a swimming pool? Like, <laughs> um, 
doesn't mean like we have to go that far because energetically we're doing so much just by kind of collectively thinking together. So yeah, that is how the collective works, Sarah. Like um, we start to find our areas within the collective that jive. Um, and sometimes the collective, of course, you know, works against um, our personal, like it seems like the collective is against us when it's um, kind of negative, like when the collective has gone too far, you know, like right now, like um, so much separation and lack and fear, there is that in the collective. <clears throat> so that's why it's so important, like for us to come and get our own kind of energy going, put our own energy into the collective, and then, you know, turn this ship around. So Indigo is coming in, first of all, with a message of enhance. Um, how are you enhancing your own spiritual journey um, with other people, other visions, other things? Um, how are you enhancing your journey with herbs? right? Um, what are you doing today to enhance where you are already at? So I try to like enhance my life. You know, I wake up every morning, I go outside first thing. That's why I have chickens, not just for the eggs, but just to actually make sure I go outside. Because <laughs> if I didn't have those chickens, I would not go outside first thing. I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. So I get outside I come back in, I make tea. When the flame is heating the water, I grab a stick of nog champa, a stick of incense. I light it. I enjoy the smoke in the house, you know? Um, <clears throat> I just, I, I look at the sun coming in at the window. I look at the sunrise. Um, I try to get into a state of appreciation. There's a lot of little things that I do to enhance the energy that I already have. But I know that I have to keep on rewarding my good patterns, right? I know I have to keep on enhancing that which I do prefer. So I try to start my day off exactly the way I want to. And then, you know, <laughs> try to keep it from going downhill. Um, so let's, our first message is beautiful, enhance. I feel like we're not even going to get scolded. I just I really hope that we're going to leave on a perfect, beautiful note. Um, for the weekend, I have a pretty decent weekend ahead of me, um, busy, but I'm going to try to rest and get to bed earlier and wake up earlier. So Monday I can kind of, I don't know, get enough energy to do both the herb oracle and work on my herbal Marie podcast. I mean her podcast. <laughs> All right, so, because I'm almost done with the goldenrod. I mean, by the time I publish the goldenrod podcast, it's so sad. All the goldenrod's going to be spent, but I guess better late than never. Okay, so now we have Salal, <clears throat> which is a plant I don't know. I don't. I really don't know this plant. Um, but it has a message of subdue. Hmm. And on the bottom is humility. Okay, with dandelion. So subdue humility. Enhance. Let's see what we want to... I feel like I put those at the top. 
But now I feel like I want them down here. Oh, I'm allowed to move my layouts because subdue is like toning it down, right? Am I right or do I have to grab the dictionary? Yeah, subdue means kind of lowering it, keeping, and when it comes in with humility, to me, that says stop dimming your light. That's what the, those two plants to me say together. Stop playing off like you ain't shit. Okay, ghetto girl, be quiet. Stop toning down your joy just to fit in to the depressive collective. Like it's just really time for you to be you and you to be as happy as you wanna be and joyful and weird and just abundant with good vibes, right? Um, and the other thing that people do is like, okay, so Sarah called in and sent me love and told me that she liked my podcast. Now, I could have played that overly obnoxious, um, humble role and been like, oh girl, it ain't nothing, <laughs> right? But there is, there is a dangerously, um, like people, whenever you play off everything, like it ain't no big deal, that's like dangerously low for, you know, you giving yourself credit, you know, like you really need to start taking credit for these creations that you're putting out, right? Even if somebody's like, you look so beautiful today, just take it in and be like, thank you. Like, I just feel so radiant. Like everything in my life is going good. And I've just decided to be as happy as I can be. And I'm so happy that you can see it too. You know, like I'm glad it's showing, join me. Um, but the other thing that I always think about with humility is there is a natural humility that's very, very healthy for us. And that is that I am no better than you and you are no better than me. We have this natural humility that we are on an equal playing field. So I don't put anybody down and I sure as hell don't worship anybody else. So like even like ascended masters, you don't worship them. You don't see anybody as above you. Yeah, they might be vibrating a little higher than you, but they are your equals. Um, they see you as an equal because once you understand like greater um, more on the spiritual journey, you know that everyone is equal. Even if somebody is completely unawoke, they are fast asleep. You still have to have a natural humility to see them as your equal on an equal playing field. They're no less than you. Um, and that is something that the ego gets tripped up in like, well, I'm woke and all these other fools are just stupid, ignorant sleepwalkers, you know, <laughs> like, and then you're like, oh, wait a second, that's not very humble of me, right? So you have to have this natural humility and you do get it. It does click in at some point when you realize like, we're all one, even if somebody's asleep right now, spiritually, energetically, they are a brilliant soul at the core of their being just like you. Um, so yeah, then you, then you really just kind of stop putting, putting anybody down for where they're at. You respect them, whether they're a student, an apprentice, a journeyman, or a master, someone who's mastering. Um, so I'm going to, that student, journeyman, apprentice, master thing, 
Um, that is from one of the new books, quote, new books that I'm reading. And um, her first name is Sonia, and her last name is too big for me to remember, but I will get you the name of that book. Um, actually, maybe here in a minute. Okay, but before I get too distracted and run upstairs <laughs> and get you books and answer the text messages that are coming through already, um, let's get two more cards about enhancing. Okay, so as we subdue our um, humility and, you know, <clears throat> make sure that's in check, make sure it's a healthy balance, we are subduing any of egos, obnoxious, um, habits. Let's see what just flew the F out on the floor. Okay. It was face down and it's chamomile. All right. So perfect. So what is it that we want to, he, that we want to enhance? We want to enhance our soothing abilities. I'm going to do top and bottom too. Uh, on the top is adversity. We want to enhance our adversity with Marshmallow, Athea Officinalis, I love you, and Elder with Ritual. Okay, so this is actually a really cool looking layout. Um, if I don't say so myself, where's my, where's my humility? It ain't kicking in yet. No, I'm talking it up. I like the way this looks because we have enhance in the center. And on the bottom left and right corners, we have Salal and Dandelion, things that we want to keep in check. And up at the top, sort of like like um, flowering out, um, we have the things that we want to enhance. So we want to enhance our soothing, our ability to soothe, our ability to handle challenges and adversities, right? It's like, okay, challenges are gonna come up and we're gonna be able to handle that. We're gonna be able to soothe the situation. We're gonna be able to come in and be the peacemaker. And it comes in, another thing, what else do we wanna enhance right now? Our rituals, our things that we're doing every day um, that connect us to spirit that connect us to nature and that connect us to ourselves, our higher selves, our self that is still very much anchored in that blissful state of unconditional love and acceptance and perfection. Once you realize that the greater part of you still resides within oneness, um, within that energy, then it really does help you get through all the adversities like, oh, we're just down here playing around. I get it now. I get it now. Um, then every situation has the possibility to be soothed out and, you know, consoled and comforted and just kind of all is well, right? Like all these little stresses, once you look at it from the bigger picture and you know everything's going to end up being okay, you're like, oh, okay, I can get through this. I can totally get through this. So enhancing that type of ooh, comfort and knowing and just reassurance um, within that energy, those are beautiful things to enhance. Um, the, the, knowing that you can get through anything, knowing that you have the ability to, oh, I just want to say swim through adversity, 
right? Like as I look through them as the marshmallow plant, like you can almost swim in between her leaves. She's got a good flow to her. Um, yeah, knowing that you're capable of doing that. And, you know, our daily rituals that we do help us to do that. It helps us strengthen us. It really does. Just this simple act of me lighting a stick of Nog Champa every morning with the intentions that I'm clearing the space and I'm, you know, doing something that I enjoy. Like, when I don't do that, I feel like I've missed out. But when I do do it, when I do do, it's just something that I know I do it because I care for myself. And I want myself to feel happy and secure and at peace. And uh, that goes a, a long way within yourself. Um, even even just taking care of your body, rubbing lotion on your feet. Um, I don't know, what else can you do? Something so simple that just says, I love you and I'm going to take care of you. Um, it's really good. That's another beautiful thing to enhance. Um, your natural humility. You can also enhance that and if you need to, subdue it. So I do want to grab the book because um, I want to see what where this Solal this Galtheria Shalom grows at. And then I also want to see who the hell is blowing up my phone. <laughs> oh man, let's subdue that. Okay, um, it's my uncle, my uncle A. So he's allowed to, he's, he's allowed to text me. <laughs> he's going to be able to visit my mom this Sunday. So everybody just wants to know like what my mom wants or what my mom needs. And the funniest thing is my mom's like, I don't need anything. And my mom is like being such a stinker. Um, she's God, she's feeling much, much better, but she is like doing way too much. And um, she drove her car down the driveway the other day to get the mail. And I'm like, mom, what the hell? Like, I'm, I would have been here like in an hour to get it for you, but she is so bored. Um, so as you can imagine, if you have been used to being completely independent, not having anybody help you to do anything, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're, all of a sudden you get hit by a car riding your motorcycle and your shoulders all banged up and your ribs are broken and you're not, and your back hurts. Yeah, something's going on with her back. Um, yeah, I know she's, she's like so bored. I get it. But, um. It's like, just give it another couple weeks, mom. As soon as she goes and gets her shoulder looked at and uh, makes sure that she doesn't need like surgery or something, you know, then it's like, go ahead, do whatever the hell you want, you know? Um, but it is hilarious on some level that she is really struggling to just chill out and heal. And um, so anyways, I'm glad other people are gonna be visiting her this weekend um, just because that is the worst thing, just being just just having really long days and really long nights of not being able to do anything. Yeah, because everything hurts. Everything hurts to do. But um, yeah, so like uh, when I was at her house last night, I've been trying to go over every day or night. I walk into the garage and flick on the light and the light bulb just turns on for a second and then, you know, burns out. And it is such a high ceiling and um, I was like, Mom, can't we just have our friend George come over? Because he's going to do yard work. I'm like, he could change it when he does the yard work, you know. And um, by the end of the night, though, I realized that if I didn't do it, 
she might try. So I got up on this old ass rusty step stool that just gave me like enough height to reach my arm fully up and I could get the light bulb. Um, so I did it, but I was like, oh my gosh, like when I'm at my mom's house, like if I leave anything undone, I know that she's going to try to finish it. So when I go there, I'm, I'm trying to like get everything that could be slightly dangerous for her fixed up and oh my goodness <clears throat> she's like my teenager now <laughs> she's gonna get grounded but anyways that's all really good news so if you've been following my mom's saga about what happened to her she's making amazing progress and yeah she's still in pain and she still has fractures and whatever but she is so tough and so strong and so stubborn that she is really starting to just pretty much be able to take care of herself. Um, but yeah, I'm still going over there and trying to do as much as I can just so she will chill out. All right, so Salal, this card that has a message of subdue. It's in the Northern Hemisphere. It grows in the wild and gardens beside roads. Um, it's frequently referred to as Golferia in England, where it is a favorite of landscape artists who employ it as a ground covering. The leaves um, of this member of the heather family are leathery, egg-shaped, egg and dark green. It is fairly easy to identify. All right, now someone's in the driveway. I'll be right back. Wow. All right, law of perfection, people. <laughs> All we can do is strive for excellence. We're probably maybe going to fall a little short today. <laughs> All right, so everyone's interrupting me. It's fine. I don't mind taking another 20 minutes. It's 9.39 now. Um, so this Salal, it's in England. It's used as the ground covering. The leaves are leathery, egg-shaped, and dark green. It's fairly easy to identify by its light pink urn-shaped flowers or by the sticky dark purple berries and red twigs it produces later in the year. So it's definitely um, landscaping. The floral industry likes it for greenery because its leaves are real shiny and it's hardy. And even after you cut it, it lasts for a long time. Um, be aware though that when foraging this, when foraging, poison oak frequently grows together with salal. The berries have a unique flavor that can be used fresh or dried, and they have been used as a sweetener by the native peoples of the Pacific Northwest. Sometimes even the leaves of the plant were used to flavor soups. Um, so yeah, you could use the berries for jams, preserves, pies. And the leaves could be used as like an insect bite um, relief. Okay, so I still don't know this plant though, unfortunately. Um, but anyways, it's edible. It's an appetite suppressant. And she is referring in this book, this card is kind of like the temperance card or the chariot in the tarot. 
So it's all about moderation and balance and the suppression of urges that would be detrimental to your life. So yeah, as we are enhancing the things that would be beneficial to our life, let's subdue or reduce um, the things that would be detrimental. Yeah, suppress the bullshit and try to enhance the life-giving light shit. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to get any compliments from this podcast today. It's it's definitely had its challenges, but that's the whole point of this layout. Yeah, life has its challenges. Um, what can you do to enhance the positive and suppress the negative um, or the detrimental? You know what's good for you. You know what's not. The chariot in tarot is a card that speaks of will marshalling your strengths, and subduing anything that will distract you from your forward motion, and at times to one's detriment. So balance is the constant reminder. Subdue those things that are not helpful, but remember to be kind to yourself and your community. So yeah, this interruption that I just had in the driveway was um, my my separated husband, you know, and it's like constantly with him, you know, we're not living together right now, but constantly I have to, to, um, I want, I don't want to say deal with his energy, but yeah, like his energy is still very much in my life within phone calls and text messages and just, you know, unannounced drop-ins. And I always have to be in a place where, you know, I am protecting my heart and boundaries, yet being open enough to be kind. And um, it's, it's, I'll tell you what, between him and my mother and a few other little life things, I have definitely been challenged this summer. Like, oh my God. And um, super challenged, but yet it's been such an amazing experience and reminder that I really do have to nurture and enhance these things that get me through every day, that keep me focused like the chariot on my path, my forward motion, um, my purpose that I've come here. Like I didn't come here to earth to, to deal with these petty little things. I know it. I know it. When people are throwing shade at me in my life, I know that's not my purpose. And I don't even let myself get into it, even though at the same time, I still have to have that natural humility that the dandelion is reminding me of, that I don't blame them for being anywhere different than where I'm at. I don't blame them or condemn them or shame them for having their trivial um, life experiences. That's just where they're at on their journey. So, you know, between having patience and kindness and gentleness, these things that didn't always come naturally to me, like I really do have to constantly be practicing this place of unconditional love with everybody. Um, yet at the same time, not falling trap or victim to their their thing that they're doing it's like real interesting it's like real interesting (laughs) 
And anytime I call anything interesting, I'm actually subduing the use of another word <laughs> that, that I could use um, to do that. But anyways, so here's what we've got. We've got a message to enhance the things that we love and subdue the things that are detrimental to us. And I really feel that dandelion with humility represents the ego. I love dandelion. I do. But it's just coming in to remind us that if we don't keep our ego in check, we're going to add nastiness to the world. We are. Just, you know, even just in the driveway five minutes ago, um, if I would have let my ego take over that conversation, I could have made everything worse. The ego would have been rude and mean and vicious and blaming and attacking and really cold-hearted. And um, it's just good that I don't let her drive anymore. You know what I mean? What, what I'm trying to let drive is my heart space. So up at the top, we have chamomile, marshmallow, and elder. We basically have two herbs that are heart-centered and elder is wise. Elder to me represents wisdom and knowing and expanded awareness. So that is what I want to be enhancing. That is what you want to be enhancing. You want to be easy about things. You want to be soft about things. You want to be gentle about things and you want to be wise about things. So in your wisdom, you know that everything's going to pass. You know that all these little matters that we make a big deal of really aren't so big in the grand scheme of things. And it's your, your daily ritual and your daily connection to your higher self that keeps you in that very wise place of perception and allows you to confidently embrace your heart space and confidently soothe any situation because you know that is the best remedy for everything. So just soothe everything. Just make everything better. Just soothe everything, calm everything down, reduce inflammation, reduce the emotional inflammation of your life, the energetic just craziness like how can you get it to chill out today one by you chilling out first so the best way to deal with any adversity is just you chill out get everybody to chill out around you use your wisdom to just not even get into it don't be adding fuel to the fire don't be adding any more craziness to the crazy you want to start subduing the detrimental, negative, sabotaging energies. You want to subdue the negative self-talk. You want to actually also subdue the egotistical up-talk that, that makes you think that you're better than anybody else because you're not. You're not better than anybody else. You're not worse than anybody. You are equals with everyone. So start living your life with that respect for everyone and all things. Um, yeah, enhance what you do want. Love what you do want. Um, soothe. Just, I don't know how else to say it. What's up, law of perfection? We were anything less than perfect in this podcast, but guess what? 
All we're doing is striving for excellence. All we're doing is striving to be the best that we can be and not best as in egotistical jerk, best as in most loving, most caring, most compassionate, most wholesome, spirit connected, beautiful God goddess that we are truly. It's just we're works in progress, y'all. We are works in progress and we might always be while we're in these bodies, but that's the game. That's what we came to play. And now that we know the rules more and more, and now that we know we can change our perspective more and more, and now that we know that we have the power to change our patterns, we really can get through any adversity. And it is through ritual, it is through soothing, and it is through a natural humility that subdues the egotistical blasts of the ego jerk that lives inside of us. So anyways, on that note, you guys keep enhancing everything that you love. And let's just try this again Monday, shall we? (laughs) All right, y'all have a great time no matter what you're doing. Have a beautiful weekend and um, I'll see you again so soon.